Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, January 18th. We're only a couple of weeks into this new House Republican majority in Washington, D.C. And believe me, the Biden administration is feeling it from every direction. For President Joe Biden and his team inside the White House, it probably already feels like eons ago that they were in a Washington political climate where Democrats controlled all the levers of government. In just two weeks now that the Republicans have been in the House majority, it is clear that they are planning to inundate the Biden administration with aggressive oversight and investigations of all kinds. And that was the plan even before the self-inflicted wound of Biden's mishandling of classified documents that ended up at his personal residence and in a personal office after he left the vice presidency. But let's start there because the House Oversight Committee is extremely interested in the discovery of classified documents. So not only is there the very serious and real-world impact of Merrick Garland appointing a special counsel in this case, but we are seeing on a regular basis now House Republicans requesting information from the White House and the National Archives. We learned today that the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, James Comer, also sent a letter to the University of Pennsylvania requesting documents related to the university's donations from China, visitor logs, and security apparatus. This is all after those classified documents were found in the Penn Biden Center's Washington, D.C. office that Biden used when the Obama administration came to an end. The university said it got the letter and will answer the committee in a timely manner, adding it has never solicited or received any gifts from any Chinese or other foreign entity. And now let's get into what the National Archives and the White House Counsel's Office said in response. In a letter sent by the National Archives to Comer, the agency said it must consult the Justice Department before it can hand over information about classified documents because it doesn't want to interfere with the ongoing special counsel's investigation. The Archives and Records Administration also pushed back on the criticism that it somehow is treating Biden's case differently from that of former President Donald Trump's case, saying its actions and responses have been consistent and without any political bias. As far as the White House goes, we're beginning to see its strategy to begin to take shape as they are trying to get a foothold in a story that was feeling like total quicksand to them over the last week. As my White House colleagues uh, put it in their reporting today, the new strategy from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue seems to be this. Pledge full cooperation with DOJ, attack House Republicans as acting purely political, and don't engage on the details of the ongoing matter. White House officials insist that this is a strategy that it can maintain for the rest of the special counsel investigation. Here's White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre on Tuesday at the White House. I'm just going to continue to be prudent here. Uh, I'm going to let this ongoing review that is happening, this legal process that is happening, and uh, let that process continue under the special counsel. We're not, I'm not going to comment from here. 
The White House indicated in a statement today from Ian Sams, a spokesperson there working with the White House Counsel's Office, that the White House will, quote, work in good faith to accommodate Congress's legitimate oversight needs. But the statement went on to slam the new House Oversight Committee in the process. Quote, it appears that House Republicans may be setting the stage for divorced from reality political stunts instead of engaging in bipartisan work on behalf of the American people. This response is coming a day after folks like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Paul Gosar, Lauren Boebert, and Scott Perry were named to the House Oversight Committee. These are some of the most sort of right-wing MAGA members of the Republican conference getting this plum assignment on the House Oversight Committee. It will no doubt help them position themselves in the conservative media echo chamber, in their grassroots fundraising, and in their continued appeal to that MAGA wing of the party. Now, it's not just the document story that the Oversight Committee is interested in. Another Republican investigative pursuit deals with President Biden's family. So the House Oversight Committee is requesting these documents from the University of Pennsylvania asking for who had key card access to that private office at the Biden Penn Center, quote, including but not limited to members of President Biden's family. What are they looking into Biden's family for? Well, they're looking for alleged influence peddling and potential conflicts of interest. And of course, they're looking to keep the spotlight on people with the last name Biden because the ultimate goal here is to try and exact some political damage on the president himself in advance of his anticipated reelection campaign. Republicans have suggested that Biden's son, Hunter, and his two brothers illegally used the family connections for profit. But so far in CNN's reporting on this, my colleague Pamela Brown, our new chief investigative correspondent, found no evidence whatsoever about the president profiting in any way from this, nor any evidence of a crime being committed here. The, the question of unseemliness versus illegal is one that's going to be front and center in this investigation. CNN also obtained a digital copy of that now infamous Hunter Biden laptop hard drive. This is the one that was left at the Delaware repair shop back in 2019. And it appeared to contain a trove of information, including how Hunter Biden worked to put his business associates in the same room as his famous and connected father. At least one email from that laptop shows Hunter Biden acknowledging that his family lineage was one of his major selling points. But what investigators will need to look into is whether or not any government action was taken because of Hunter Biden or President Biden's brother's business associations. And no evidence of that has yet surfaced to this point. Hunter Biden's lawyer didn't respond to a request for comment, but the White House responded to CNN's investigative piece by saying Biden has pledged to restore ethics to the White House and adding, quote, unlike in the previous administration, no family member has or will serve in the administration or be involved in government decision making. It's also pretty clear under this new House Republican majority that Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas should pretty much clear his calendar and plan on being up on Capitol Hill to testify with some frequency. 
No fewer than three House committees, Judiciary, Homeland Security, and the Oversight Committee, are interested in holding hearings on problems at the southern border. And Kevin McCarthy was asked this week if indeed this was all just a precursor to the House Republicans actually impeaching Mayorkas. Let's wait till we see what the December numbers come across, okay? If those December numbers are even higher and break a new record, should he stay at this job? We can investigate. And in that investigation could lead to an impeachment inquiry. I don't predetermine because I'll never use impeachment for political purposes. But if the person is a derelict in their duties and they're harming Americans and Americans are actually dying by the lack of their work, that could rise to that occasion. Of course with that very narrow Republican majority, where McCarthy can only lose four Republicans on any vote on the House floor. It is unclear if he will have unanimity in his party to move forward with an impeachment of Mayorkas that will certainly die and be unsuccessful in the Democratic-controlled United States Senate. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash briefing. netsuite.com slash briefing.